With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Ese último McNugget me toca a mí porque soy la mayor. ¿Y eso qué tiene que ver? Los mayores se respetan. Eso no existe, ¿cierto, mamá? Ya, quédense tranquilas. Aquí hay otra cajita de McNuggets. Respeto, ¿viste? El no hay rivalidad cuando hay McNuggets deal. Hay un deal para cada salida familiar en McDonald's. Compra uno de tus favoritos, como unos McNuggets de 10 piezas, una Big Mac, una Quarter Pounder with Cheese o un filet fish y te llevas otro por un dólar. Por tiempo limitado, precios y participación pueden variar. Válido para un producto de igual o menor valor. Standing on a corner and a white godfather hat. He drives a long black gangster Cadillac. He can steal a bra's mind, man, three or four minutes. It's not how long you talk, bro. It's what you put in it. Look out! on the street from the LFC Day Trippers and it's an Alison Becker special um, this transfer has moved very very fast in the last 24 48 hours 24 hours in particular um, I'm your host Gav and joining me this evening uh, there they all are on screen we have Grizz we have Molly and we have Ian um, uh, sorry Nikki Ultron says evening all Nikki uh, this, could, this one could go anywhere to be honest Um Alison Becker, um, world record fix and 68 million, depending on where you read it. Um, monstrous fee for a goalkeeper, let's be perfectly honest. Ian, you're my favourite, you know you're my favourite, so I'm going to let you start. Um, that's a mad amount of money for a goalkeeper in the last 24 to 48 hours that when you need to fix something, you fix it, you fix it properly and it, and it does away with a problem, hopefully, for years to come. Is this when you're behind? Is this when you're all on board with it. Are you on Matt? Uh, I'll never be on Matt's bus, but I am definitely behind this. Listen, we've, we've tried to fix it with stop gaps in the past. Carriers was 4 million. What was Mignolet? 12, possibly. Uh, they're just not getting it done. And all right, that is a, a mental amount of money for a keeper. A mental amount. But it was kind of dictated to us by the by the time frame we've got in order to get it in place. Do you know what I mean? If Chelsea were to move Coutoir uh, a bit more with them, so we have to move quick. Listen, Rome are going to give us some cheap because of how we got Salah. Do you know what I mean? But go big or go home, I say, like, 
Listen, if he's 25, if he's our keeper for the next 10 years, transfers are only going. So that's at the benchmark now. If De Gea moves next season, he'll move for a you know what I mean? And that's just the way it's going to go. Hopefully, success, you know what I mean? But I think we're all agreed that Carrius wasn't the answer. So let's think there's no coming back from this for Klopp. You spend £67 million on a keeper, you better get it right. You better get it right. Um, yeah, you better get it right. And look, I've been saying seeing them play seven times, twice against us and five times in the World Cup, and I'm not saying he's blowing my mind. Um, but having said that, um, some are, are fucking ridiculous, to be perfectly honest with you. He likes to play high up the pitch. He's very good with it. I don't think he commands his box, but then again, I don't see Klopp looking at that as a major issue when I mean you lay in Carrius. He looks more for his defenders to do the defending. Um, Grace, I'll come to you next. Um, again, reading reports and reading said over the last couple of days, this seems to be one that's been in the pipeline for probably seven. Stalled on it because of the money was mammoth. And then we went away and looked at it. Our only way out is this. Our, the cleanest is Alison Becker and gives us a most chance of being successful despite that massive amount of money. Yeah, I think you. I think the needs changed and adjusted as as, as the season wore on, as and and, and uh, the exploits of our keepers. Do you know what I mean? So right, we started scouting him, or maybe not scouting, but interested in him since last December. So and that's when I, to be brutally honest with you, that's the first time I sort of took notice of him. Uh, you know, uh, I, I watch Italian football, but then you know, you don't, you know, you only, you know, you know what it's like until you're linked with someone, focusing them on more. I'm over the moon with this deal, mate. I'm absolutely over the moon. I mean, where's a six foot four strapping lad with the most amazing beard called Alison? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, this is this is this is this is the stuff of dreams, mate. Um, for me personally, I know, and we've discussed this last Sunday, didn't we, on the on the fat back four in terms of, you know, is he worth the money? And we've been doing, um, we've been buying keepers from. Struggling, you could probably help me out with him. Carries man's right. So lower league, um, can't remember the keepers before that. But this is, this is Brazil number one. Let's not forget, and he's coming from a successful Roma team who reached the Champions League, etc., etc., and done very well in Syria. So this is the first time we're going balls out on a keeper who's been successful in his recent history and. Who's got a winning mentality in terms of goalkeepers, but as we know, Edison's a fine, fine keeper who's just won the league, and this guy's keeping him out of the team bank account. I just want the best. No, we know the best keepers that, and like we would have, preferred. everyone's first choice, I think, would have been Oblak. But Oblak was unrealistic in my opinion. I think out of the best of the, out of the best, he's the best out of the rest, and I think the relevant. We we wanted better than what we've got, and we definitely got better than what we've got. And that's the main. Do, do you know something that's goalkeeper um, that we could have got or maybe could have went for? I'd agree no, with you. The no, world, no, 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 I'd agree with you. That, but, and I've been banging the old black drum for I don't know how long because my opinion is 66 million up to 86 or 89 million. If you wanted to go, if you want to go to extra and go from, I would have been all for that. Having said that... Back at Liverpool more than all black, you know. Yeah, and you know what? Um, and... I think I may have been wrong on this because ability-wise, I think phenomenal. But I think to suit Liverpool, I think we may have just done the right thing. 
Now, having said that, I still have reservations over them in certain areas, but the right fit may be this one. Um, Molly, um, we could get who we couldn't get. For you, when it comes to when it comes to this, we've and I seen this mentioned again earlier online about Liverpool have decided against this of looking for value in the market. Mm-hmm. When we look for value in the market, we are very hit and miss. Um, we, I think, especially with the likes of Salah. Mane, Mane didn't look like value in the market at the time. People gave out about it. Um, Van Dijk, that's not value in the market, 75 million. Maybe may end up being value. But have we moved on to a different level here? Have we moved to a different mantra where we're not looking for value and we're not looking for... Because let's be honest, if this guy has a good creative ability, he's not going for any more. You'd be doing well to get 70 million back from You know, if he's just... Yeah, anyway, good. Do you think we've moved over just filling them or filling them properly and we're filling them for years to come? Not necessarily, Gav, to be honest, even though I know 65 million for a goalkeeper is obviously, it's, it's a lot of money, it's crazy money, but so he's 25 years of age. If he's with us for the next 10 years, that's basically six and a half. That is just like signing you know, your, your, your areas every single season. You know, so instead of that, we have sorted our position for the next 10 years. So to me, you have a position sort for the next 10 years and it's only costing you six and a half million a season. That's value for money. Uh, I would agree that we're not necessarily looking for the sell-on fee any longer, like tying Salah down to the, the new contract. Certainly pointed that out because we didn't have to do that this summer. We could have let him off and he okay, would have been a bit upset and wait for the Real Madrid offer to come in of 150 million and, and said him we wanted to go down that road. I don't think we want to go down that road any longer. We are looking to, to keep them, but have maybe a book value on them. So when the, the profit and loss sheets comes out every year from FSG, it looks much better when you have a player like Santa worth 200 million on your books than it would have sold and you brought in a guy, like I don't know, for, like Brandt for 50 million and hope that, that, that he does well. Uh, gone from looking for money for value players. I, but I do think what we are gone from is when these guys' value does go up is to sell them. But keep them and start coming to giant for club once again. Absolutely. Ian, uh, I want to go on to his ability um, and the pros and cons of him because nobody's a perfect player. Nobody, and especially a goalkeeper, it's so hard to be the perfect goalkeeper. You know, like David De Gea has been the outlier for rages. What you see in the World Cup, everyone makes mistakes um, and people especially when a keeper makes a mistake people jump on it and they like to, it goes on and on you know when he makes that mistake in the World Cup carries is the first name out of people's mouth but looking at this scene let's go back and look at where he's come from he starts his career internationally out and he's he's there he comes 2016 I think Chesney keeps him out of the team for a year but he gets in at the start of the season just gone I've seen stats on him today. No, no mistakes leading to goals. Uh, a high percentage uh, shot stopping ratio. He's, you know, uh, his distribution to be twenty five and have this rise over the past. Let's be honest, calendar year. That's basically what it is. It's. it's I, I don't necessarily agree with that. A bit of the criticism knocking about is he's only had one good season and we bought him, but he won four in his four seasons in Brazil. I mean, he signed for Roma. Reset. He signed for Roma as the backup to Chesney, and the season he was back up, Chesney got goalkeeper of the season. He got the most clean sheets and got a move to Juventus the same year. So it's not like he's just some crab who we've signed from the Red Lion after he kept a couple of clean sheets. Do you know what I mean? He's got proper. 
He played for Brazil before he played for Roma. So, you know what I mean? All right, he's, he's only been come to, come to the public eye in the last year because people watch Brazilian football and stuff. But he's been people have been aware of him, do you know what I mean? He signed for a half million quid, which is quite a lot of money for a keeper from Brazil. Do you know what I mean? They don't, they don't sell keepers very... That's most of the keepers in Brazil are dog shit, aren't they? But his strengths, mate, he's, his reflexes are frightening. But that's also possibly his biggest weakness as well because his reflexes are so frightening maybe his positional work could do it a bit you know what I mean he could improve on his positioning a bit but coming for crosses is going to be a bit because it's a different type of football than he would play he will flap every now and again he's a proper proper sweeper keeper he loves a Cruyff turn loves it, it, it the fans are going to shit themselves because he'll do it it's important that we see what he gives us as opposed to what he doesn't give us you know what Carrius didn't give us anything going either way. Uh, Allison, his distribution is tremendous. And with our front three, on our, if, we're, if, we're under, if we're under attack, if we're, if we're under pressure, and he can pick the ball up and it's a 70-yard pass into either of the wings for, for Mane or Salah or whatever, he's going he's gonna to be worth... I bet Reina wasn't his prime. Reina, Reina got us and will be capable of getting assist. We'll make mistakes. Because you just said about the hair. They don't make... It, it's impossible to not not make mistakes, do you know what I mean? It's, so we just need to get behind them, honestly. I'm just made up that we're not going into another season jelly for wrists, and it just it just isn't good enough. It's just not good enough, Carriers. And, and if we'd have kept them round about September, when he's made a couple of howlers, we go out and spend all that money on Alisson. So I'd rather we, we went for it, be proactive, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Rather than just sit there and wait to see what happens. Yeah, you, you, like I've mentioned the Gaia and you've mentioned the Gaia and I remember when the Gaia signed for United and it was alien to him because he was being asked to come and collect crosses, catch crosses and in that Ferguson side, Ferguson always wanted a dominating keeper in, a, in his box and um, he didn't like his defence dropping too deep, he, he liked a keeper that would come out, command his box. Uh, Van der Sar done it to an extent, Schmeichel was brilliant at it um, going through the years but when I always remember, I'll tell you what, one thing I always remember, they were away at Spores, I think they were 2-0 up, there was a couple of minutes to go, it went to 2-1, the media were all over this shop, all over them, and I think it was Ferdinand and Vidic were playing centre-half United at White Hart Lane, five minutes to go, and they literally dropped onto their six-yard line for the last five minutes, a ball comes over, the gay is beaten in the air by somebody, it goes in, I think it's a two-all draw, and the gay gets absolutely slaughtered, and I'm looking going, well hold on, these are two experienced defenders, weren't they out? and giving them space to catch it, or, or dealing with themselves. The guy had a very rough ride. I, I think people have to, it, it needs to be realised that, yeah, he will make mistakes. Yeah, he will slap at them, like you said. Yeah, there may be a shot that you think he should have probably got to it, and it, it just went in. That will happen. But he's, he's, a, he's a lad that's played in Brazil and now played in Italy, and he's coming to England. Um, three different games, three different games. But like you, you know said, he needs to be given time, and he we, we can't let this what I'm trying to say is we can't let this fee dominate every single facet of his game I mean it, it will throw points because people will look at it but job how many people talk about Van Dyke's fee now yeah no one correct yeah he's done his job he's done his job but what I will say to spend 67 million pounds whatever it turns out to be on on Alisson now to me suggests that FSG would have would have bought Oblak if Klopp really wanted them. I think if he'd have turned around and said, that's who I want, that's my keeper, I think they would have just spunked up the rest of the cast. It's not that big a difference. 
you know what I mean? If they sell Danny Ings for 20 million, there's your difference. I think Oblak is a, is a better out-and-out goalkeeper. He's incredible. But his distribution is nowhere near the standard of Allison's, And I think that's why Klopp's picked... So Klopp has picked the, the best available keeper in his, in his image, you know what I mean? And they backed him. Can't, he can't pick them up enough for that. It's a huge fee, man. It's more... Is it like... More than double the second highest fee ever for a keeper. Yeah, 43 million, I think, was... Buffon or Pickford or whoever. Yeah. Big man, big dog. Or, or, or Ederson. Um, oh, Ederson's yeah, um, yeah. Grizz, um, he's touched on, on his career and, and the rise. Um, when you look at him, because you were saying, oh, you told us earlier, you've been watching you've been watching this guy since December. And look, I'm there saying, well done, Grizz, you called it. You, you called it. A couple months ago, you actually went through it in January, and credit to you, yeah, you did. And I'll, you know, as much as uh, I give you loads, you know that in private, me all day long. But I will give you've been talking about this guy probably since December, January, anyway. Um, but when you you watched a bit of him, and Molly, I say, has watched a bit of him as well because I know Molly watches a hell of a lot of football as well. I'll, I'll put the same question to both of you. I let Grizz go first, and Molly, Molly, you can follow. Great pros and cons. Um, if we if you were to give me two major pros. And maybe I don't know if there's one or two cons or negatives to his game that we feel we can we can get better out of him. From in my opinion, is is the sheer size of the fella. A goalkeeper for me um, has to be sorry intimidating. Mm-hmm. If I was six foot four, would do you reckon I get? Man, I tell you what, right? well, you're intimidating. At, <laughs> hey Ian, he's intimidating at four foot four. Imagine fucking <laughs> four. Do you know what I mean? But listen, this guy is a unit. Normally, when you get big fuck-off keepers, right, their reactions are in proportion to their size. This guy's reactions are insane. He totally suits our system, as Ian says, because I think how I think we, as we found out to our uh, benefit, Roma play a high line. And so he's asked to sweep a lot. So as we found out in the Champions League, it didn't work against us. The lad um, is is asked to sweep up. His, um, look, because, as I said, the pros are his sort of his sheer size, is intimidating, is very, very quick off his line, and he's very decisive. And we've discussed before the main, the main art of a goalkeeper, one of the main arts of a goalkeeper is his decisiveness. It has to, and he's very decisive in what he does. He's very positive. Stop on his distribution. It, it really is second to none. But his distribution and the level of his skill with his feet can also be construed as one of his weaknesses because he's that good. He does do those drag backs and flicks, the Johan Cruyff turns, a tad too much. But I've got total confidence in in Klopp and Cole and John Atterberg to sort of rectify those small deficiencies that he may have. Yes, his positional sense in terms of his positioning in terms of for set pieces and keys may be a slightly suspect. But the sheer size of him, you see, if, I mean, with Mignolet, you could see he was a bag of nerves as soon as you just see him. He was a bag of nerves, right? With Carriers, he was the total opposite. He was too calm. He was too laid back. I think this is a, this guy is very intimidating in his in his sort of uh, when you when you just see him in goal. And also, I think he's got the sheer size to be dominant of his box. That will take time. There will be times where he flaps. He does. He does parry. But as Ian says, this guy's got fucking fists of iron. He hasn't got, he hasn't got, he hasn't got the, the, the wrists. You know what we've been calling Mignolet. I'm not going to discuss it. 
or what we've been calling Mignolet, what, what kind of hands he's risked. But this guy is a pure brute. He's just, I've just wanted him. Ever since I've watched him and I thought we'd be linked with him, I decided I wanted him. I mean, I, everybody has their opinion, got a better value elsewhere, etc., etc. I really don't care and I really don't think about that too much. It's a monumental feat. But if he, in my opinion, that's going to be sort of reflective like sort of VVDs in terms of he's going to save us that many points that no one's going to talk about it. And I'm pretty, pretty certain about that. Once again, Grizz is showing the world that I no way can he count it to. No. <laughs> no. I'm not about Grizz, to be honest. So. <laughs> I was, I was up, many times, I was, isn't it? I was, I was, I was up looking for an abacus. 17.2. Um, uh, Moly, well, yeah, short if you want we go. No, Moly, um, I, I was going to ask you to answer the for him. Um, well, look, for the, well, look I, I'll give you context. kind of an answer to that. I'll give you kind of an answer to that because I, I haven't seen this guy play thirty I'll games. Tell, I'll tell you what, Moly, give me give me the answer to it, right? And I wanted right. to touch on. I wanted to touch on um, John Ackerberg as well. We've looked for value in the market. We've signed keepers that would be of a certain level, and a lot of people have said, "Oh, he's made them worse." Um, there could be an argument to that. There could be an argument that we just haven't spent enough on goalkeepers above top tier. <laughs> it's the pressure on John Lactenberg now that this is Rolls Royce shit. And if you if you fuck with this fella, you know, <laughs> he'd be running out of fucking Liverpool. Let's be you honest about it. Yeah. Well, look, I, I was asking Aaron about his like, pros and cons. As I said, I haven't watched this guy, you know, too many times. Probably the same as you, Gav, World Cup games that he gets does. But I listened to the Anfield Rap podcast last night when they were interviewing James Horncastle. Yeah, and this guy's a, yeah. a Roma supporter. He covers Italian football all the time. And when they asked him, well, okay, he sounds great, but what's his cons? They said, there is none. There just is no cons with this goalkeeper. He was saying that, um, you know, he could have easily won Italian football of the year last year. And he didn't mean Italian goalkeeper of the year. It was like the actual football of the year. And this is a league guys like Savage, Higuain, Dybella, Matuidi in it. And he said he could have easily won the Italian football of the year award. Uh, and he reckons that Liverpool could quite possibly be the best goalkeeper in the world. And this is a guy who, watch, who watches him week in and week out. So if he's saying that... Yeah, but this uh, guy is also a road, He's a massive roadkeeper that's got no coins. So the, you'll take yeah, that, the, the only thing I would say to that, Chris, is that um, Mo, the, the point speaks about uh, Horncastle was on it. He was actually on it last year when Liverpool signed Salah. Oh, no, and I know. He, and he, and he, well. gave, he gave a, a big um, build-up to Salah that... Yeah. You, you could actually turn around last year and go, fucking hell, I think he's done a bit yeah. over the top here. It went beyond expectations. Um, yeah. And regards, like, uh, Achterberg, uh, everyone's given, he waited for the best goalkeeper he could get, and he's gone balls out here signing Allison. But at the end of the day, his, his club is taking advice from people on goalkeepers he, he should sign, because your club is not a goalkeeper expert in the, the day. And without a doubt, he's taking advice from John Achterberg. And from his actors, and he's coming back and going, look, Jorgen, if you want the best goalkeeper you can get, and I, someone who I think I can work with and even improve, and this is the guy who can play the way we need to play. This is the guy who's off his feet, who plays the high line. All of give credit for that. Now, then, of course, it's wanting being able to see a goalkeeper and recognise that he's going to fit the system of play and he's a great goalkeeper. But whether he can is the is the big question in my mind. And that, I think, is yet to be answered. Uh, if it's not such a great first season, I, I think that's act we're gone. Because not only would he have recommended him that Liverpool sign him, he would have been the guy that's coaching him. 
So they're going to go to him. Listen, you, you told us to sign this guy. You told us spin whatever needs to be spending. And he's had a disastrous season. So is it that we shouldn't have bought him and he's not good enough? Or is it the fact that your coaching isn't good enough? See, this when you start spending the money like this, it puts pressure on everyone. Um, mm. Not just the players, uh, the people that have chosen them, the people that coach them, the people that manage them. And let's be honest, um, you know, Klopp has plenty of uh, credits in the bank. But if Klopp was coming in and, you know, let's say for argument's sake, Mourinho of 2004, you know, uh, done well at Porto, comes in, absolutely thrown at him safe by Liverpool, and it doesn't go well, um, he'd be fucked out the door. I think Klopp has yeah. a bit more leeway, I think... I wouldn't say he's untouchable at Liverpool, but I think he's as close as um, because I think the man's a fucking genius. To be perfectly honest with you, and I think he's well, long so for me, yeah. that's uh, very measured, very and um, uh, meticulous and long-lasting. It's going to last. I like that question. Very wonder actually because you bring up a good point. Uh, what would be record fee now for Alisson, the goalkeeper? It's a war record fee for the centre back. We have Salah up front, who we saw tomorrow would also probably be a war reason for it to be a success, or at least for it's not under pressure. I think you've got to win a trophy. Got to, yeah, you can't spend that much money on a keeper and, and not win something. And I don't mean the League Cup. So, at the minimum, the FA Cup. Uh, and he's got, to, he's got to run City close in the League 20, Well, from us, well, it was over 20 points. But I think from United, it was about 16 or so. 16. So I'd say if we're within eight points, then we're moving in the right direction. If we finish, if we finish within five points and win the League Cup, I'd take that. If we're within eight points, I'd take the FA Cup. We've still got to do well in Europe, but I think we're built to do well in Europe. But he's got to, we can't just finish third or fourth next year with no no cups. They backed them too much now. Yeah, my shout on it would be. Um, I think you have to go for the title. I do. I don't think. I, I think if City go and have a season that they've had last season, kind of rage. But I think Liverpool have well, well within them. Like we we talk about being twenty points behind or somewhere around. Was it twenty one finished somewhere around? Yeah, around that. Uh, I think yeah. if you take the squad they've put together now, well, we'll have room to put another an extra twelve points on the board. But this is all about you see being so good in the Champions League last year. We had to sacrifice something. I think he's looking to go and say we could be. You know, mm. now what is he? he may go hell for leather on the league and try not exactly to sacrifice sure. the Champions League. Do you know what I mean? He may mm. prioritise that. Even in a trophy is a must. Anything from FA Cup upwards, and um, the League Cup doesn't count. That's no, that's just not. Um, I'm not even going into that. Uh, I haven't even got words for the League Cup. Yeah, I'd agree with Ian. I think a trophy, but I think if you're to name me to something now, listen, I take a quarter final of the Champions League, and I, if once we're hell for leather, come. Mm. February, March, April, and we're right in there because I think we have the ability to write in there. Grace, what do you think? I disagree on the League Cup dismissing it because I think winning anything is is is, is it breeds it breeds the, the right mentality. That's a fair point, Mourinho. I normally 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 I wouldn't be so demanding in this scenario because you've got to take everything into context where we're coming from, but. I kind of, I kind of myself into saying, yeah, he's got to, he's got to give it the title a real, real push. And City winners are, if we're challenging, we got to be much closer to the uh, leaders. And one of the main reasons is this World Cup could benefit us. We've discussed it briefly on the fat back four in terms of, I think, out of City United, 
Arsenal, uh, Chelsea and Spurs, I think we were the least affected in terms of mm. players, times, play, uh, how, how much players, uh, minutes play, players play. Do you think Chelsea are, you know, and we know City squad is is going to be, I know, I know they've brought Mares in, not really think if we get off and it's absolutely imperative and that's why he's trying to get all these signings in early and sort of get into the pre-season with him. I think it's imperative we get off to a grounding as some of you guys. I would have said, I want another Champions League run. I want another top four finish, not fourth, but second, third of the World Cup. And the, and the investment that the FSG have backed him, he's got to give a push. A, a push. All right. Just, just quickly, um, people are asking about Feck here. We are definitely getting mm. to Feck here. Trust me, yeah. um, we're definitely getting to him. People are asking for an update. That will come. Is that what you just said, Gav? <laughs> we're definitely getting him. That was a cryptic clue there. No, we're definitely getting to him. <laughs> ah, be careful, Gav. By, by August. Yeah, we're definitely getting to him. We're going, to visit, we're going to visit him. Me and Ian are going to visit him. Social media picks up on this kind of shit. You better fucking put that woke up and, and then it will be coming That's home. Right, Ian? Imagine, imagine Ian seeing... Imagine Ian seeing it's coming home on the on the fucking boat from Calais. <laughs> Come here. Um, no, someone has just said there that Paul Joyce has tweeted that it's a six-year contract for Alison. I don't know if he has tweeted well, it. If it is... Yeah, he's a killer tomorrow. Did he just also tweet it? So, okay. six-year contract, medical tomorrow. Ian. So, an, an announcement tomorrow, then. Ian. Announcement tomorrow. Wow. Ian, that's my exclusive gun. <laughs> of course. Uh, medical tomorrow. That's your exclusive? You want oh, to start right. brushing up on him, then? All the relevant people have been pod. told. He does this every pod. Relevant anymore, so I don't know what the fuck. It's, 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 um, it's game ball All now. All the relevant people have been told. <laughs> come here, um, <laughs> Ian, I want to come back to you. And, uh, you know, this, this keeper coming in, um, this is the last we'll do on Alison because people really want us to move on and talk about Feck here because like, it's like Fabino signed and they were, fuck him, who's next? You know, because we're on a rampage for this summer. But Ian, um, the goalkeepers that are in situ at Liverpool at the moment, you have Simon Mignolet, you have Loris Carius, and you have Danny Ward. Now, last week there was rumour going around, and I don't even think it was a quote, but it was Ward. Or it was understood that Danny Ward had been given a chance to prove himself as a number one, and he said that about fucking six days ago. And within three days, they're throwing around Europe like it's no one's business. Um, how do you see this going? And, and before you do, um, I want, I want, you, I nearly want you to pick me two keepers. You know, at number one and number two, but. People are saying, you know, I'll carry us for a loan, carry us for this. It's not about ability anymore. Fred. And it's not that it's in Carrius's head. It's in the supporters' heads, right? So no matter how well he does, it's always in the back of your brain that, you know what, if he if he even fucking palms a shot wide when he should have caught it, there'd be uproar. Um, Carrius, I think his days are done. Um, and I'll be straight up with you now. It would, for me, it'd be Allison and it'd be Danny Waters back up because Danny Waters the cleanest slate of them all. He's no baggage, even on any improves. Where would you go with this team? What would you do if I was putting you in charge of the Liverpool goalkeepers for the summer? Where did he stay, go, play, not play? What would you do? I'll give that thirty-minute question. Now. I know, yeah. I know. I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to get me minutes in for Chris. Just giving it context. <laughs> on the fat back four, I said last week, when you spend that much money on a new keeper, the number one does not settle for being the number. The old number one settles for being number two. I think Mignolet is already leaving. Uh, I think that's pretty much a given. So I think Carius, the best thing we can do with Carius, he only cost like four million, didn't he? Mm. So we're not really going to lose that one. So I would look to loan him on mid, mid-table German side, something like that, in the hope that he can recapture some form and we can sell him on maybe in 12 months because he's not going to play for Liverpool again, I don't think. Uh, 
I'd have Danny Ward as number two. More for the reason that that deserves to be number two. Do you know what I mean? He's been on loan yet last season. Didn't go. He got one game in a cup because we got knocked out. Leicester. Yeah. I think he deserves... And he's a, he's a steady enough number two. Do you know what I mean? I mean, don't get me wrong. If Alisson breaks his leg in the first game, you've got Danny Ward all season. You, you, you worry. You can't... You could say that about Van Dijk or you could say that about Salah or you could say fucking... Do you know what I mean? Any one of the big players from the big sides, you can't really look at it that way. But I think Miggs is gone. I think Carius is damaged goods. And I don't think he's good enough anyway. I think they'll loan him out and try and in the hope that he'll increase value and then maybe sell him on. He's got, too, he's got far too much of an ego to just go and sit on the bench for a year. He's, he's not going to. And let's be honest, he spends £67 million on a keeper. You're not going to get a fair crack of the whip at getting him out of the side. Either. He, he's playing in the story. Like, he'd have to turn up with fucking no legs for three months. <laughs> to, to not, still get get a game. not get a game yeah. over Carriers. I reckon they, I mean, three months. I'd reckon they do a fitness to the whole thing instead. He would have to be honestly. That, that, that last he would have to be like Stephen Orkin till yeah. September to yeah. not get a go. Honestly, yeah. he, he's playing end of. Yeah, now he'd, 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 he'd have if he came in wrapped up like fucking Anthony Hopkins, you know what I mean? <laughs> like in that film, where he's fucking chained to a trolley. You're going to go, yeah, well, anyway, because I reckon he could get out of his box quicker than the other two fucking Muppets. Uh, Chris, um, goalkeeper situation for you, where do you see it going? <clears throat> Alison's I, number one. I, I basically want you to pick me a number two and you're last. What are you I'd, doing? I'd, I'd honestly give what we were discussing earlier in the WhatsApp, I'd, I'd honestly make a clean sweep. I'd honestly get rid of Parius and Muggs. Honestly, I would. Damaged goods, both of them. It would only leave Dejan Love, who's, you could say, has seen the dark side of the Liverpool defence. Because you got to remember, Robbo's come in and, and just seen glory, hasn't he? And he's, he's been the best back in the world. In the world. And Trent is the young best right back in the world. Van Dijk is the best right back in the world. And now we've got potentially one of the best goalkeepers in the world. It would, it would, it would just, it would just make uh, the back five absolutely because we have, we've been scarred mentally. Our back five is often, it's often said that we, the the slightest bit of pressure, we crumble because of our past, our, our, our past horrors. We won't have that now. None of these have been involved in any past horrors, as I said, except Dejan. But then you got to remember, nearly champion of the world. Yeah, yeah. champion of the world. So for me personally, I'd, 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 I'd crack, crack on and sell them. No sentiments for me, and make Ward our number two, and um, and that way, and that way, Eason gets the full confidence of full backing of he's the number one and the clear number one because a six-year contract is it? Did Paul Dreyer just yeah. say six lads? Yeah, so yeah. six-year contract's not a joke for a goalkeeper. Well, exclusive? I thought that was your exclusive. No, the medical's my exclusive lump. I, yeah. I think for sure. So, no, yeah. So, so the the, <laughs> the six-year contract to give it to give to a top keeper that is confidence in itself. And now you get rid of the, the, the twenty-nine minutes we got there before you unleash yeah. <laughs> the crap. The crap. The, let, let go of Paris and we're okay, we're flying. Make ward number two. Right. Chris, I'm not mentally scared after that answer. He asked about Carrius and Ward, and he went on to Lovren and Robertson and everybody yeah, well, you know what? It, it, No, and do you know what? It's actually interesting he touched on the Molly because I'll tell you why. Um, like, in fairness, Chris says clean sweep, get rid of 
I, I, don't, I can't. If you're, if you're sending carries on loan hoping he recovers form, you're only doing it for his value. You're not doing it to bring him back. You're just not. It's only for What's the value. What's wrong with that, Doug? That's exactly why, there's, that's there's, exactly why you would do it. There's nothing wrong with that, but listen, come here and I tell you. I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Say, for heaven's sake, um, Bayern Munich signed Loris Carries two years ago, mm. right? And he has this game, he has this big reputation, right? And he goes and he does what he does in the Champions League for Bayern Munich. And Bayern Munich looked to loan him, right, to improve his value. How, do you think Liverpool would be stupid enough to go, oh, yeah, he was all right, in, oh, do you know, mm, he was all right for a year there in Germany, I'd go for him. People have long memories. Long memories go, and especially when it comes to goalkeepers, I think you cut your losses on him. And I don't even think you cut to get rid of him. No. You will do that, and you get rid of him, and you, you won't lose any money on him. You have to look at, at a player's career as well, and, and Liverpool are big on this. They're, they're not going to just throw somebody underneath the bus. So they'll throw out a line of, look, we're sitting out on loan, he's going to from light. Mm. You know, and when he comes back next year, he's come, going to come back a new player and challenge the only, the only thing, and all these things is what's going to be said. Oh, fuck that, Molly. They do that. Like, you have to realise when they're signing other players down, they're going to be thinking, well, hang on a minute, are you, are you going to throw me underneath the bus the first place? Well, Molly, Molly, you see, like, look at the recent events, right? We just discussed it there a second ago. Um, Klopp or, or somebody within the club says that Car- or Ward is going to be given a chance to be number one and in a, in a year for Liverpool. Um, within 24 hours, he's not in the squad to fucking play a friendly. Um, and then we're spending, we're spending 67 million told. And at the end of the day, if a team needs a goalkeeper and they think I can take a punt on him for 5 million, which is fuck all your money back, you do it. Um, quickly, Molly, before we move on, uh, Dejan Lovren was mentioned and the, the mental scars and different things like that. I think this might be good for him. Um, he's been in a team now where Mignolet, which is a fucking. Then you're looking at you're looking at Carrius then, and then back to Mignolet. Never, he's never probably in his own mind being sure of who's behind him. But now when you look and you think Robertson doesn't give a fuck, he just plays football and he's really good at it. Trent has grown game by game by game because he just loves playing for Liverpool. You've got Van Dijk that strolls around going on the fucking best, and what are you going to do about it? And Lovren is kind of feeding off that with a guy, a new guy behind him with, with for this amount of money. Do you think it can even improve the defenders yet again? Yeah, well, I, if you touch on Lovren, he's definitely what I'd call a confidence player. Like we saw after the World Cup final with his interview saying that, you know, has to be recognised now that I'm one of the best centre-backs in the world. When he's, he is, when he plays in that team, he looks beside him. You said he sees Van Dijk. He looks behind him. I can and see that. That's what I said. Yeah, and, and he's going to be just going, Geez, I am literally the dog's wallops. Look at me. I'm here playing with these guys because I deserve it because I'm up to their level. Because that's the type of player that Lovren is. He, he thinks... And maybe he does deserve it, but he certainly thinks he deserves to to be in that side and, and play beside players of, of that level. Mm. So I, I think it's going to be great for him. Yeah, and Barry Tucker there says Fabinho now in front of him as well. I've been in front of him and Keta and Joe Salo. The, name, the names you're reading off is ridiculous. Yeah. Look, I'm going to move on because people want to get... We're winning the league, aren't we? What? Are we winning the league? No, it's like, I, I reckon we're scraping forth on the last day of the season. No. And, uh, <laughs> we're winning the league. I, 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 I reckon Alison... Alison kicks one out, a goal kick out for the corner in the last minute of the Champions League, <laughs> and we get them with a back post header from the corner. Um, <clears throat> look, I, I think we should be going all out for anything we anything we want because you don't spend this money and stand still. If you stand still, 
after doing this in the summer, you're getting fourth position in the Premier League and you're making the Champions League final. If you progress in any way there, any way, you're guaranteeing yourself a trophy. And it could be even more, do you know what I mean? But for me, if we if we turn around at the end of January, say mid-February even, and we were in the hunt or we're in six points at the top of the table, I'd put big in the bin. And I'd use the squad that we've built to go at the Champions League and I'd go hell for leather at that league. But that's just me. Yeah. And look, look, don't get me wrong, when we get to February, we'll all be talking about this anyway to see where we are. Um, I want to move on um, because we're about 45 minutes in. Um, let's get a couple of names out there, right? Um, I'm going to come to you because if one more person asks me, have you got an update on Nabil Fekir or what's your feeling the meltdown? Um, Nabil Fekir is... Um, We've talked at length and nauseam about this at this stage. Um, reports today, although I don't know how reasonable or, or reliable they are, is that this deal is back on. Um, our deal, Liverpool are proposing, is on the table for a, a little while now. And now they're pushing it because they're going on tour and they want this sorted. What's your take on Nabil Fekir? It's the same, Gav. Things like this, doesn't they don't change sort of our by our, our fans don't understand it's it's in the pipeline there's definite definite um there's there's no uh, there's no sign of being sort of dead as a lot of local journalists have been saying we all know that it's not dead uh, it's just a matter of matter of getting that old ass back on the table and uh, just thrashing out this deal I, I I can't see it. Happen. I think we're we're I think we're 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 planning one brilliant transfer every week. So I'd say around this time next week, um, um, the Fakir will be one of ours as well. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, all right. He's gone big. Look at Ian. Ian is fucking disgusting. <laughs> Ian, Ian's nearly as disgusted as that England quarter final win over Sweden. Look at him. He's going fucking mad. Um, I, didn't watch, I didn't watch that game. I know, you didn't watch any of them. You're waiting for Ireland to turn up. You're waiting for Italy to show up in the group stages. Um, Ian, or sorry, Molly, um, Nabil Fekir, I know you read a lot online. Um, you go down all sorts of fucking transfer rabbit holes. I know you do. Um, don't even try to deny it. What's your feeling on this? Because I don't think this can drag much longer. I think this is I think this is a sort of one where it's done or it's not done and the clubs move on and Liverpool go and go after someone else. But having said that, there's been no alternative being thrown out there. A bit like Alisson. You know, yeah. there's been no no alternative thrown out there. For me, this next couple of days I think is make or break, especially this tour coming up. This tour is all you know, when when we go away, I think club wants business done. All right, the players might be away for a couple of weeks, but what's your take on this? Yeah, I'm with Joke, Kev. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence. I, I'm not really with Grizz to think that Fakir is going to be a Liverpool player. Uh, just, I think Liverpool still want him because no alternatives has been mentioned. Um, but I think if they haven't had him by this, t- this time next week, I think we might start hearing of alternatives. I told him yet. Like I was speaking to a guy earlier on about the medical issues, and what he told me was that the injury that he got was kind of similar to the injury that that Ox has at the moment. And there's two ways of fixing this injury. There's oh, what was it called? All together. Let me just go into the message here. Sorry, actually, J- James Pierce is saying now that 
where Allison signed that probably signals the end of Liverpool's transfer spending well, for the summer. There you go. Was well, that the same James Pearce that said we're not going, we're not interested in Allison last week? Mm. Is that the same? I, I think James Pe- James Pearce is um, yeah, he's very good. But I think I think Joyce is the main man now, isn't he? Joyce yeah. is great. Just sits back. I'd say he was sitting having a few cans last night, going, oh, "Fuck them! I'm not tweeting." Till the stage <laughs> mid morning tomorrow. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, lo- I like Joyce. And, and Shawnee Shawnee FC. I am from the Trippers is getting um, the t- he, is it, yeah, he's getting um. Paul Joyce's profile scribble um, of Twitter uh, tattooed on his arse live on Periscope um, if Alison and Fekir signs for Liverpool because he's Shawnee's man. Actually, Alison is literally Shawnee. He's, they're, they're fucking so alike. If Alison Shawnee is in Dublin City on a Saturday, Friday stroke, Saturday stroke, Sunday night with the women, um, he's a 300 million pound <laughs> goalkeeper. Let's be honest with you. There's only four foot difference in them, but apart from that, I know exactly what... Who? Shawnee? How, how tall is Shawnee? Shawnee's fucking 6'2". Is he? Yeah, Shawnee's a big lump of a fucking guy. Though. I'm not happy he's got everything. I'm not having it. He has the lot. <laughs> he's the full fucking package of Shawnee. You'll see a couple of weeks when we come over, when he can stop playing, it's like... What? He'll show you the lot. Shawnee will show you everything. He doesn't give a fuck. Um, oh, thank you. Uh, did you get your oh, message yeah. up there, Molly? I did. I have your body. So basically, this this medical issue with a uh, fix. So it kind of ties into the the Oxford Chamber one because seemingly the board got um, a similar injury, and how Fakir operation he got what's called it, which is basically this is operations done if maybe a guy who's like a runner who doesn't compete in sort of rugby or football, he runs a couple of times a week. If he did his ACL, this done for him. Uh, it's, it's essentially a band-aid, something that might last five years, but not as much longer. And especially, especially if you are competing at a high level, doing an operation like that, it certainly wouldn't be the way to go. Um, Chamberlain, he got an uh, operation done where actually take he, you know, his own... Um, they take it from his hamstrings and stuff and they do all that surgical magical stuff but in essence once the injury's over it's like it's never happened he's like a brand new player and all that so that, that when, when Liverpool found that out because they're looking at well okay Fikir is fine now and he's fine to go to work up and he may even be fine for the next season two seasons but there's no guarantee this band-aid will eventually go and whether that's in six months time or two, three, four years down the line, that's going to happen. Now, what I was told is, is that I looked to do a deal with Leon, that essentially he has two two years left on his Leon deal. Now, if I, sorry, Molly, if you say to me, that, go on. Uh, this is what I'm going to veto part of this. If you tell me oh, what day that Liverpool are looking for a receipt for him, and they can no. return him any time in the no. five years ago, listen, give us our money back, you know what I mean? This is the fucking hell of a moment. <laughs> no, but see, it comes down to like insurance. That's the shit I do with my microwave every year. Yeah, that literally they can't. Uh, it's because I'm putting fucking four chickens in at the one guy. Exactly. exactly. So it's, it's coming down to the insurance. They're having problems getting the insurance for this player. So they're yeah. saying, "Well, look, if something happens within the next two years, that Leon insurance not take the player back or anything like that." But literally, might mean they have to pay his wages for why the. Uh, well, he gets back up up on his feet, but after two years are up, we'll take the hit in it. But we're quite happy the exact same fee that we were always going to pay, 
we may have paid over stages, but it was a case of if there's an injury within the first two years, that Leon have to cough up some cash because insurance is not going to cover us. That could be it. Um, for me, I think the deal's on the table. I think the fee that was agreed, I think, is still there. I think it is being paid over a longer period, which is actually quite normal because most, most transfers are paid over the yeah. term of the contract. Um, but they have said, look, we are definitely paying it over the term of the contract with stipulations there that, look, if he, if he fucking breaks down or, you know, it could be anything because, let's mm. be honest, these contracts are very straightforward. You know, there's a lot of people have a lot of input into them. Ian, um, your take on um, Nabil here. Do you, do you think this happens? Do you want it to happen? I was going to ask you, and I can't remember, because uh, all I can think of now is a half dozen chickens. And, um, uh, sorry, Ian, I'll put this here as well, sorry. Uh, Kevin Sullivan says there, uh, or Joyce saying that it could be the end of the spend, and could be just, you know, a little kick to Leon going, listen, deal, I will fuck off. You know the kind of way. What do you reckon? Uh, everything that Mauro just said there is perfectly logical and, and in, well researched and intelligent, but I'm going to say all that because <laughs> I want him. I don't care about any any of the. I don't care if he's got a fucking band aid on his knee. I, I just think Alison's we've got up on a fucking trolley in his jacket. I think I do, I just think we've got pure momentum now. We're fucking loaded. Like John Henry's like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. So. Even if he breaks down after two years, he was asked to load it. Get him anyway. You know what I mean? But, you know... Sorry, go on in. Like I said it on on our podcast today, you do want him. He he can play in about six positions. I like his style. He's got a bit of something nasty about him. Uh, I'd take the gamble because... You know what I mean? I'm a gambler. You know what I mean? But in terms of the other two saying our spending's done, I, I... I just think they they get told they get told means and that's it. If Klopp, if people aren't onto the fact that Klopp is full of shit at the moment, they're never going to be. Um, Liverpool based in hours after uh, French and Italian. Uh, they is sometimes. It's 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 you know like don't get me wrong, Joyce, um, Pierce, ready. ready. Go back. Let's be honest about it. Go back to before the Van Dijk transfer and they were breaking shit all right? What was happening, when it was happening, who was happening, how much it was, what the length of contract was. And now they're getting fed this stuff a couple of, a couple of, a couple, um, a couple of hours after the, the, the event. So I don't, I, don't, I, I don't actually know how much they're being fed now at this stage. I really don't. Ian's, Ian's turned the house upside down. Someone's in the bin. No, I think so. I think someone's told that the fair deal is off, and he's just fucking abandoned the house. Actually, could be the worst time for poor Grizz there. He's saying he's going to be an NFC player this time next week. One minute later, all business done. No, I, I think I think Kevin Sullivan on, on um, Periscope was a decent point there. Um, I've, I think I've I, been I've been going against all these journalists for the last year or so. Molly never believed the local moment. I think Liverpool are playing this and have been playing. The travel market absolutely perfect the last twelve months or so, and I think this is just a continuation of our smart and our cleverness where we haven't been in the past. It's just me and now. No, okay. no, I have to be honest, Chris. I fully agree with you because so like, I know that that Pierre's agent was in Liverpool last week and a couple of weeks ago. 
So they're still in contact. Where where there's there is absolute uh, with his agent and the player himself. The player himself has told the Leon chairman that he wants to go and he wants to go to Liverpool. Now, what you said about the injury, absolutely spot on in terms of the, the complexities. Umar one seven two says James. Yeah, this was James, serious. James, was Pier- to- James Pierce will knock on Ian's door. James Pierce got crabs, did he? Did someone he did, uh, in Brighton, he got him in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. We can get Brighton. Shit happens. Well, yeah. but yeah, well, the crux of the matter. The crux of the matter. Uh, the crux of the matter comes down to, uh, my opinion, from what I've been told, is Klopp was furious the first time round when the move broke down, and he still wants that deal. And Klopp is king. Now, the only the only sticking point, of course, and it's quite a major sticking point, is if old old Olas doesn't come to the table. But to me, there's nothing indicating that Olas won't to the table. And he's been doing enough. He's been doing enough talking over the last um, four to four, four weeks, probably. And let's be honest with you: if he keeps stay quiet, or if you want to keep him, come out and just say he's not for fucking sale, and that's the end of it. You know. Um, but look, last one, I can't wait to see the back of him, and that's Divock Origi. Um Railroad links with United and possible sale or loan deal. Um, and um, now it's now it's talk of us. Um, the only the only thing um, the only player we're swapping at Newcastle. Um, I can't even remember his first name. Last year is Jamel. Yeah, Lascelles. Uh, in your back my, my. front door. <laughs> um, but uh, no, I know. No, you don't need to go into. It. You don't need to go into it. Um, doesn't matter. I want to say something. I'm not going to fucking say it now. Um, but. The sales is this Nicholas sales. Um, Jamal, yeah, Jamal, yeah. I said it better. You say it best. When Jamal, you say at all. Um, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> come here, um, and then a swap deal comes into it. Is there anything in this for you, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Now we look <laughs> no, we like we like we like Le a lot. Um, which is definitely a tie. Personally, can't see it happening in this window. But hey, Liverpool have been surprising people left, right, and centre man. Wouldn't it be just amazing if we went out and got uh, a centre back of this? Can't see it, but we definitely, definitely interested in him. In terms of Divock Origi, he's, he's not. He's not going to be at the club at the start of the season, in my opinion. No I chance. Whether it's loan or whether it's sale, I think we will push towards a sale. But if needs be another loan, it will be. But I definitely think we're, we're going to push towards. Molly, for you, um, do you think there's anything in this? Is it something you'd be up for? It'd probably be end up being a Rigi plus a few quid for the sales, I think. Um, is it something you'd be up for? Oh, I, I, I react to the sales very highly. He reminds me of a, a young Van Dyke, to be honest with you. But I, I don't think it will happen. I think he's one of those that we're going to be keeping an eye on in maybe January to next summer. But a Rigi, Castle's a great shout. I can certainly see that happening. He's going around in the pre-season... Uh, yeah, well, he, but he kind of looks like a player who just knows that his time with Liverpool is up and he's just going through the motions. Uh, so I, I, I can't see him being here to start to the season. Newcastle move could be a good move for him. In David Origi, I might as well ask one of you, is he someone that you could see 
forcing his way into the squad. Because um, uh, everyone thinks that Daniel Sturridge is Maradona again. Uh, and that's really annoying me at this stage. But um, <laughs> if, if that swap deal came around and you thought, let's, let's really plus 15 million. And you get the sales in, you're losing a striker that you've no intention of fucking using. Um, is it something that you you'd be going for? Hmm. I'm, you know, I'm a big fan. Uh, I've been saying for ages, I want, I'd like him. Do you know what I mean? I'd sell. Someone said to me today, if we signed him, we'd have six centre halves. But I would comfortably sell Matty and four. Oh, I'd drive Matty in the back of the van to wherever he fucking yeah. needs to go. So now I'd happily sell Arigi. When was the last time a player? I'd maybe a season and a half in the first on loan and then come back and got back in the first team. For any team, it doesn't happen. You don't loan out players who you've got. Maybe if you'd never made it in the first team, you loan them out and come back. Yeah, I, I think I think Origi's biggest problem for me is, is his ability to adapt to different situations. I think he has a way of playing. I think he's good at it. Um, but if you ask him to do anything else, people ask him to play you know, intricate football rather than running channels and, and getting in behind people and stuff like that. It went away from, and from, he looks like someone that doesn't want to get injured because he's on his way to somewhere else and he doesn't want to scupper that for himself. Um, do you know what, what, people, I, what I think if, about Sorry, sorry just, we're going to do about another seven or eight minutes. If people want to send in questions on Periscope, uh, throw them in there now and I'll quick fire them at the lads as we go. But go on in. Three, make it three, four minutes. What? You don't make you run fucking anyway, you mad bastard. <laughs> you couldn't <laughs> run a bath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Arigi is good at everything, but he's not really good at anything. Do you know what I mean? So he's not a, he's not a brilliant finisher. He's quite quick, but he's not he's not rapid. He's young, but he's not drug but strong. He's skillful, but you know what I mean. He's good at everything, but he's not outstanding at anything. I d- I, I don't think he's good enough. I think he'd do well for a. Uh, no I think he'd do well for everything. Someone like that. I think he'd do really well for someone like that. Uh, Molly, uh, people are saying on Periscope that uh, Joyce, yes or no, believe it, do you not believe it? What do you reckon? Well, if, if, if that's the case, it would be because Leon have turned down whatever offer that was on the table. Because the original offer, there's no way that was staying on the table. Pierce that, Angel, that, that, Pierce Angel yeah. is apparently saying it now. And, and Dominic King has also positioned... Uh, All the journalists have come out. Now, the the funny thing is, right, all these journalists that have said this, now I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not going into, you know, I'm not going to, no, I'm not in denial as some some fucking, Mm. some weird thing, because it doesn't make a fucking difference to me, you know what I mean? But all these journalists have all this information. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And and, and 12 12 hours ago, they fuck all information. Exactly. How does South Liverpool go, Gabe? Um, by releasing that, for instance, maybe contact doesn't go. Oh. It would it would suit us better if, for argument's sake, we if if them journalists briefed that we were going to sign a Pulisic for argument's yeah. sake, a Pulisic or or, uh-huh. or one of these players that could probably play in a, a ten role and, and a wide role and and stuff like that. This one's a bit weird for me, um, and for the. Um, like Kevin Sullivan there says, is one journal parroting another? Probably, yeah. And you see, you have to remember, like, with the Fekir deal first time around, all these lads got their information out of France. They didn't get it themselves. Because and they're all mates. So, like, what happens if you look at the timeline uh, around Fekir, you know, episode one, 
And uh, me and you had this conversation, Moni, about um, how they were getting their information and how journalists were get, going to France to get their information and come back then and give it and relay it on podcasts or, 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 or social media. Um, this one seems a bit strange to me. But don't get me wrong, putting down Pierce or Joyce or anybody else. But to me, to have no information 12 hours ago, it's coming in, but all of a sudden have all the information about a player that has been sitting there for four or five weeks is a bit... The, the, the club are obviously releasing what information they want to release to these journalists. When they're trying to get players in, they ain't releasing it. And it's for many reasons that we discussed in pods before, whether for the worry that other clubs might try to scupper their deed or whatever it is, or because maybe the journalists are on the naughty step because of the, the Virgil van Dekel last summer. So for whatever reason, they, they're only releasing whatever information that they want the journalists to know. So they don't want to know what players are coming in. So this information has obviously been released for a reason. Now, we interesting to see what that reason is. Is it because it's the truth? And we've literally just walked away and we're happy with our business? Or is it because we want to put some that does? Because it's all being that, or well, Liverpool having contacted... I have, I have a great question for you for the yeah. end. Come on. Of course, so you could literally be trying to get to the table towards to contact us. Or, you know, as I said, it may be the truth as well. Briz, um, you, you're of the opinion that this is still on and you've been going against for the last week or so, which is, or the last, I don't know how long ago it was. All my life, mate, all my life. All my life, jeez, he went to all these centres on us there, didn't he? <laughs> I thought when I was going to appear behind you there. Made me lose my head. Come here. Um, what was I going to say? Bruce, would you agree with me that the, the, the value to this story will basically be, basically be, um, it will be measured on if we get more word from Elas, if Elas is after having a few cans and he is playing it, I'll get back online now and I'll fucking, I'll tell them what's for and I'll tell them that it's still on. And that's the direction we should be looking. Or have have Liverpool brief these journalists to say, you need to fucking tell them that we're not doing any more deals because the expectancies were the roof. The latter. Actually, before, before you answer that, Chris, I'm sorry to cut you off. I saw a tweet there from the mayor of Maddox that was tweeting it out, but saying that, Liverpool's business is done for the summer unless something changes. Who said that? Sorry. Yeah. Don't, That's don't. what the mirror tweeted. Yeah, before is. I go to bed, unless I turn that fucking oven on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know that kind of way. Well, what, what could change? Do you think that could change is Leon going, oh, well, okay. We, yeah. we might take I, it. I, 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 to me, it sounds like our business is done. You take it or we just walk. But yeah. look, you see, Leon, you, see look, you, look, can, you can't end your business. You can end your business in the summer. On a sixty-seven million pound goalkeeper, when you've been tracking a fucking number ten stroke wide man stroke full stroke whatever else, especially for, 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 es- especially after I mean because of the Ox injury transfer plans change now because obviously they're aware of right, but take that into consideration as well. So we lost Emre Chan, we've lost Ox, who also we lost, we've, we're losing Gruich. Does that count? Whatever. Lalana's right. injury prone. Lalana's injury. We just lost, I just we can't find them. Humble opinion: there is no way we do not bring uh, a playmaker, stroke ten, attacking play, uh, attacking attacking midfielder in before the end of the window. And that attacking midfielder, in my humble opinion, is here, and that's who Klopp wants. And if we don't, okay, I'm not backtracking here. But I'm just giving, beep, just beep. giving context. 
I'm just giving sorry Shawnee FC there is on and he said um, we're some of the most expensive goalkeeper in the world we need to rely that Ward was going to be given a chance number number one. and they so, came out in Houston yeah. and said that from yeah. my point is fucking, he has the long man if we don't I really don't like him yeah, I'm starting to fuck no, no, I don't like Shawnee. If he makes me feel inferior. This window, we'll 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 wait. We'll wait in January because Fakir's made it very clear to his chairman, just like all the other players that we've signed and mentioned, that they only want as simple as that. Player power does count for a lot, and I think Klopp, as Ian said before, James Pierce knocked on his door and came offered him a straightener. I think he was I think, deliver, I think James Pierce. Jurgen Klopp just wants Nabil Fakir. Yeah. Fuck the rest. I want Nabil Fakir in the club. All right. Well, listen, lads, um, we're going to finish up because we're here today and I'm not going to eat unless things change. Um, thanks for being great. Um, it's great to do pods where we spend a mad amount of money. We don't give a fuck like around lashing was of money around. Do you know what I mean? Um, like, it, it, it shows us and I don't like that term signal of intent. I really don't. But I think um, if something else in the market, one more. I think one more. I think um, I think we have a very street. Um, today is Wednesday. Uh, the Fatback Four should be back. Um, yeah, we probably will be. Um, and if anything else breaks between them, um, we'll be back on to have a little talk about it. Mainly um, if James Pierce knocks on Ian's door again, because Ian will get a barn order against him. <laughs> talk to you soon. Um, thanks for joining us. There's been absolutely loads of you joining us tonight. Um, loads of comments coming in there from uh, Liverpool to Chris, uh, Kevin Sullivan. Is Kevin Sullivan's fucking always on. Everything we look down. I don't know. Really, <laughs> I think he's behind me, the cunt. There's a comment up there. I think he's, 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 he's renting the fucking box room. Um, <laughs> but um, no, look, thanks a million for listening, watching. Um, it's on Periscope. It's on YouTube. I absolutely promise um, in between eating after this, I will go. Uh, Ian's trying to hide him down on his lap now as we speak. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, that's been your word. Of the so let's say you're into yoga or Pilates, or maybe you dabble in gymnastics like me. Either way, you know being flexible is key to doing what you love. That's why Smoothie King created this stretch and flex smoothie for people like us with whole fruits and organic veggies, plus type 2 collagen. Make it part of your daily fitness routine to support flexibility and joint health. So try the Stretch and Flex smoothie in tart cherry or pineapple kale. Order online today for pickup or delivery. Smoothie King, rule the day. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Sports Social Podcast Network.